Good morning and welcome to the Fast Rap Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And it's not actually Christmas today, but we're recording for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Because I wouldn't expect anybody to be rushing in to record on Christmas Day. Mm. Might be a big ass that. Yeah, but I'm eating like it's Christmas. <laughs> oh, you're in, yeah, hence the chocolate, Bobby. Well, I've dragged myself out of the bed, got me woolies on, and I've got up here, so it's Christmas. Bringing the spirit of Christmas, mm. that's what's going on today. We was doing a bit of cooking for some event the other day, and Ronnie popped his head into the kitchen, and we had some food, and then the lady of the house offered us some chocolate for a little bit of pudding in it, and I said, no, I don't like that one, but I like that one. And I turned around, and I turned back, and the one I liked, Ronnie had like devoured it like within like, <laughs> about... about oh, it gone before you'd seen it. And I thought he was joking when he said, like, it's gone, and I looked at him and... <laughs> He was giving me this expression like saying, <laughs> You snooze, you lose. Yeah, you know, like a dog, you know, like the dog's kind of taking like some food. And <laughs> and he looks, <laughs> I'm like, No, he's kidding me. And he's like, No, no. Do you know what? I've got no control. I'm powerless yeah. when it comes to chocolate. Yeah. I'm terribly powerless. And I thought, If you obviously don't want it as much as I want it, if you're able to say, I'll have it in a bit, I thought, That's not good enough. I need it now. No. I, just, I remember eating a lot. I did. I did. I'll confess, I ate a lot. And it went quick. But it was an aero, so there's more well, bubbles. Well, aero's not really chocolate. More well, bubbles than chocolate. <laughs> it's got more air in it than chocolate, so it's not like eating ordinary chocolate, is it? No, it's not. It goes down in a flash. Oh, mm. it was gone. Mm. Yeah, I thought I'd just get that in, because I'm looking at chocolate in front of me, I'm thinking, hang on. Help yourself, by the way. It's, oh, uh, right, yeah. it's, fanta it's Cadbury's fantastic. He's probably got another about. four bars in there. At home, Crackles in your mouth, that stuff yeah, does, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and Christmas is time for lots of chocolate and, mm. and all Chicken. that good stuff. And As Quality Street no, boxes get smaller and smaller and smaller every year. It's just an absolute rip-off. Remember how big these were? They used to be huge, <laughs> like a great tub. And now you just get this tiny thing, thinking, no, nah, that's not for real. Have you seen the Yorkie bars? <laughs> no, they're like, there was meant to be like, there was the chocolate for the man, it was the man's chocolate. Sorry, it was a man's chocolate. It used to say on that advert, not for women. How sexist and misogynistic is that? And then the bar is tiny you now, it's teaching. It's my Although own. I must admit, I think stalk the margarine for men was a bit more disturbing. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Why would a margarine for men be called stalk? <laughs> what would they be doing with the margarine anyway? Yeah, exactly. It does beg the question, doesn't it? I'm Yorkie. I'm eating my Yorkie and I've got my stalk. <laughs> Just going to the bedroom, dear. Just going to, with some margarine. Oh, <laughs> so I'm just getting into my eye for my long distance climb with my stalk, margarine, and my Yorkie. Honestly, officer, I can explain everything. Ron is not oh. amused. No, it's fine. It's fine. What more does a Taking man need? Back to the old times, with not inspiration? Well, back to the 80s, is like I was saying about watching Warrior Nun, just going back to this world that doesn't exist anymore, thankfully. And do you remember Milk Train? The you man with the milk train. The man with the milk train is <laughs> diving into water and fighting off sharks. Yeah. Just to get the lady yeah. the milk train. They don't make <laughs> adverts like they used you'd to. Think, you'd think with that skill set, he wouldn't just be delivering chocolate. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you're delivering some house, isn't it? I, I think he was. That. I think that was the message behind it. But you would have thought that with that skill set, he'd be impressive enough anyway. Mm. But not to have to turn up at three in the morning. 
dropping off the chocolates and she doesn't even know it's him. She could be oblivious. Anonymous, so it, it was anonymous. <laughs> With the little card, yeah, he just used to leave a little card that was yeah. just calling. Because uh, if he's that cool and he can do that, he might not know that she's actually got some other bloke in bed. It literally gave women it. like me false hope. That's why That's why I'm codependent. It gave me false <laughs> hope. <laughs> going through women's windows in Fantasising a about men that don't exist. <laughs> so let's see. He goes through women's windows and breaks into their apartment during the night. Watches a bit like what was that serial killer called? Malone. No, was it BTK? The one who crept into women's houses. <laughs> he didn't bring them chocolate, but yeah, I think adverts are very much not the same anymore. No, they don't you can't get, get away. away with anymore. Mm. No. So, what kind of Christmas traditions do you have? You guys, do you Christmas have any traditions? traditions. Yeah. Eat. It's still working on them. It's because, you know, tradition of every Christmas. <laughs> the 12th tradition. Well, what's the Christmas tradition? <laughs> no. You're trying to work it out at the moment. To be a tradition, it needs to be something that you do repetitively. Yeah. Doesn't it? And yeah. so, what we've done repetitively. Only two Christmases. Have you? Sober. Mm. So far. I've warmed to it in recovery in a way that I've never really liked it before. Mm. And it's certainly more manageable than it used to be. It's a positive thing now. Yeah. But this idea of wearing Christmas jumpers and, well, well, it's Christmas and, and, no, I, I just can't get excited about it. Humbug. I went to do Christmas shopping. <laughs> I did my Christmas shopping yesterday. Oh! There's no way I was going to do it in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. Yeah. So yesterday morning, I popped into Wakeup's Green to go to the bank, then went across to Solihull, nice and civilised, no crowds, got the whole lot done in an hour. While people were working, that's what I did. To do it on a weekday morning makes sense, yeah. because it's the least busy time, mm-hmm. but even on a weekday morning, I wouldn't do it in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh. I started mine this week, and I got quite a bit done, and I'm actually excited for Christmas this year, which I've not really been before uh, it's coming up to four years I'll be in January one day at a time Ooh. sober and clean and Ooh. I remember my first year at Christmas I was just desperate to get through it especially with my family and their drinking so I decided to cook for 18 people and just as a distraction so that I yeah. was busy I had literally 10 minutes to have a shower and then my auntie said, did you not make the cranberry sauce yourself? And I literally wanted to throw the sauce at her face because I'd literally not stopped all day. But you know what? It was a really good distraction. And I'm glad that I did that. But yeah, the last few years I've been away at Christmas and not spent it with my family and stuff. So I'm looking forward to it this year. And I like the fact that I'm able to be present and I can give and I don't have expectation on receiving. And I'm doing it because I genuinely want to. Not because I'm people pleasing or because I want to be seen as you know this that and the other, but because I'm genuinely looking yeah, forward to it. But that's the crux for me. It's like I always viewed Christmas historically as a kind of dirge, whereas now I actually want to be there, and it's a big shift change to actually want to be there. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I think it's about balance as well. Like I limit the amount of time that I spend with people. It takes energy out yeah. of me. So you know, I love my family, but. I spend a certain amount of time with my friends over Christmas as well now, arranging, you know, dinners and things like that because I want to spend time with them and I want to make it special and it's about being present and spending time with people, not just what food you're going to eat, what gifts, but, you know, giving your time and energy and helping others, doing some service. And I need time to just kick back over Christmas, especially with doing panto. 
mm. not had to take the point. Even when I've taken a day to sort stuff out, it's been sorting out a load of panto stuff or getting ahead with this or, or getting ahead with that. And actually over Christmas is a time to sit there and take stock. Sometimes. Is it always the same day, your panto? What? You're doing it tonight, aren't you? Last rehearsal is tonight. Because every time people mention it, do you fancy doing that? We I'm, should I'm definitely go. Yeah, Last rehearsal tonight. is tonight. Huh? <laughs> We're going tonight. Oh, are you going? Uh, you can come tonight. I'm working. You've, you've got the show tonight. That's yeah. the problem. You can come tonight, but otherwise you'd be scratching for tickets because it's almost sold out. That's how important we are. Hey, <laughs> boom. All that work and the thing is you're being judged by children. By small children. And Neil. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, I've got some rotten for tomatoes with me today, mate. Yeah. That could be the worst critiques, you know. Well, no, you can't. The thing is, yes, I if can. the villain manages to scare some small children, and while I can't decide whether he looks like Rod Stewart or Shirley from EastEnders, because <laughs> the pictures are it's genius, it's a brilliant costume, and his hair's like green or whatever, but it's, I can't decide if it's Rod Stewart or Shirley from EastEnders, it's one or the other. Shirley? Shirley, yeah, she used to work in the cafe, didn't she? And the pub. Yeah, and, and the pub, she she's been in for a while. She was in Bad Girls before. Oh, that one. Mm, yeah, she was yeah. really good She's in that. She was amazing geez. in that. She's excellent. You know what yeah. I love? I love Gary, that. Gary Oldman's sister. Layla Morse. Big Mo from EastEnders. Yeah. yeah. She's brilliant. Well, I don't that. know who's Gary Oldman's yeah, sister. Yeah, Gary Oldman has a family. I know. Shock horror. <laughs> Gary Oldman's uh, not just... Uh, oh, wow. He's not just Gary Oldman uh -oh. who suddenly appeared on the planet uh -oh. with no one related to him and just carried on being Gary Oldman. <laughs> I used to get her mixed up with Kathy Burke for some strange reason. Oh, and, she's great. As and well, I'm having you see Kathy Burke in his little all the time and you go, Kathy, and she goes, oh, I love! And she screams it out. I love Kathy Burke. The Christmas thing, though, it becomes like, I'm all right with it. I'm comfortable. What I can find for a lot of people, what I believe a lot of people are finding, you kind of got that time of year where there's a lot of expectations in it to be happy naturally yeah. kind of be joyful merry all these words come into christmas don't it and we can be emotional at the best of time the most difficult christmas i found was like the first year my my father passed away and i just i just stayed in my room most of the day i don't know it just felt all weird thinking you can't be happy you lot shouldn't be happy today and everyone's trying to just do the best they could but you know i was in the midst of my addiction as well at the time and I just isolated. But the merry thing, especially like maybe if you're new in recovery, and it can be really overwhelming. Like forget maybe having any obsession around wanting to drink on that day. Just everybody expecting this. You've got to be a certain way. And like you said really well, Ronnie, I ain't got no traditions because like for the last maybe X amount of years, I've slept virtually a whole Christmas day. I wake up at like 10 o'clock You see, I never used to sleep on Christmas Eve. I used to be awake until the very no, next day. So what sort of fit up is this? I know what sort of shit is that when you're in the middle of talking and he just goes out like that. What the fuck is that about? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> really put out for you, leave, isn't it? Like, that that wow. was really funny. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what on earth is going on there? <laughs> Do you feel it unimportant and irrelevant? <laughs> The reason why I oh, popped no. out there, Ronnie, know, because you were being interrupted by something very loud coming from next door. Even my Alexa doesn't interrupt me <laughs> anymore. Anymore. It's learned, has it? Oh, God, <laughs> so funny. Shut up. There was a moment there.
Mm. You're talking about tradition. Talking about tradition. And you were saying. (laughs) (laughs) You quite beautifully said there, Ronnie. I'm sure you said. And you said we're learning new traditions, like you know, what is Christmas Day and and how do we really want to spend it? It's really hard, isn't it? Because for Christmas for me, I don't. I love my family to bits, obviously, with all my heart unconditionally, and all the rest of it. But I don't tend to want to stay too long. Yeah. Two hours. I say. Gauging Boundary. how long is very difficult, isn't it? Mm, two hours, and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I've everything I've needed to say, I wanted to say, I've exhausted what, and now it's just small talk. To be fair, when I go to my mum's, my stepdad's got these flights from there, so I get to fly planes. But even that can get boring after a bit, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I want to crash it now. Crash the plane. Where's Ronnie? He's been in the plane crash. <laughs> There's a price to pay. I say, like, yeah, but I don't. I don't see it as a price to pay. I see it as a positive sacrifice. I've got a family who can keep small talk very, like, you know, on a nice little rhythm kind of going. Mm. And I've got a family that I feel very fortunate around. But if there is any politics or any disturbances within the family, like people maybe not getting on as best they can, on the gatherings, it's all kind of left behind. Yeah, like, I'm very fortunate that I've got a family like I know some families it might not really work like that. So on that day, even when I'm maybe I'm feeling a little bit itchy, you know, I breathe and then I kind of say, you know what, I haven't been present even when I've been here many at Christmases. Mm. So, mm. and it's precious. It's precious time. Yeah, I've got a family that's a, it's a big Irish family, and there's about twenty of us just going for Christmas dinner alone and it's busy and everybody's got big personalities and everybody's drinking and it's sometimes a bit hectic so when everybody gets too drunk I pull away Mm. that's why I tend to spend time with my friends because I no longer find it fun anymore Mm. and I've invited some friends to come over to the house to come and play games and stuff so that keeping sober company making better choices because I can't be around my family too long because they all drink a lot and there's nothing wrong with that but they're not alcoholics Mm. like me and yeah so it's a choice but traditions wise I remember when I was a little girl I don't speak to my dad at the moment but he used to have this tradition because he came from nothing he didn't have any money when he was growing up and my uncle used to get his present from my granddad and then my granddad would wrap it again for my dad to open and they'd share the same present but they'd both open the present so my dad used to do this thing where we'd have to sit in a circle and every single one of us would have to open one present at a time going around the room so all the focus would be on you mm-hmm. opening this one present but really appreciating it yeah that's a tradition that i would like to pass on if i have children or when i have children if i adopt or, or whatever it's something i would like to pass down as a tradition yeah, definitely man. that is nice it's nice to sit down i remember my family used to be like that but then it got to a case we used to be to start with yeah. Yeah. you know the little yes look what I think I got the point of being disinterested in Christmas as a teenager and I think being the eldest of four didn't help with that and then of course in the years of madness I was absenting myself as much as possible and I wasn't even present when I was there and this will be my what sixth Christmas in recovery and it's taken that time to work out what it's really about and finding a new sort of MO for it a new approach for it and actually I've been pretty late by my recovery standard this year for buying presents mm. because I've done it in September and October and oh, pretty well soon in a few years organised my wrapping was still completely amateur with bells 
during the club. <laughs> and of course, because I went and got loads of presents at the works, so I got their wrapping paper, and their wrapping paper is shit. <laughs> <laughs> It tears. just tears, it tears even without you touching it. It's like, I'm trying to cut up together thinking, oh, this is going to be tricky because it's two different sort of things. Instead of wrapping them separately, no, no, I've got to put them together. And just as I'm folding this together, the whole thing rips. I must have got through three lots of it, 120 metres of it, just wrapping a few presents. See, I'm good at wrapping, but that's because I remember when I was knee high and I used to sit and watch my mum wrap the presents and I think that's how I see my Christmas is because when my mum was wrapping the presents so she was always wrapping the presents she was always trying to make Christmas work and then you had my dad who from the times I can remember just kind of spoiled Christmas and so now even when I was in my drinking days I was always looking to see if anybody else in the family is causing trouble so I was always on guard I was like who's going to start or who's going to do this and that and the other and you know it, it hasn't changed that much in the sense of I've now got my brother who's out there so it's like my mum's still not happy about Christmas she's still not that perfect little Christmas so it's annoying in that sense but there's always been some kind of mayhem going on and it's a shame that Luke's still not very well so but but those good ones will come being in recovery per se can make it quite difficult when you approach things like Christmas because certainly for me I just didn't know how so I just went and just thought, oh, let's see what this is like now. Because surely it's not going to be like what it was. So let's try this. And then gradually I've found this sort of way around it. Of, okay, this is a way to do it. And it is about gauging time. And it's about looking at what I need over the time as well as what everyone else might need. And undoing the fair thing around family. I'm looking at it like that we're not here forever and... You know, I'm blessed that I've got another year on this planet and, and I get another breath today. Mm. And not everybody gets that opportunity. You know, a lot of people have lost people yeah. and Christmas isn't a great time for them. So what my intentions are for this year ahead is to spend more time with my mum. There's been a shift in my energy the last week. I did a step eight with my sponsor around my mum and I'll be making amends to her over the Christmas period when she comes back to England. I've also made an amends letter to my nan that I've asked my mum to be a part of. So when she gets back, we're going to go to the grave and I'll be doing an amends to my nan and to my granddad mm. with my mum present and then to my mum. And I'm really trying not to have expectations around it, but I feel like there's a shift of willingness and forgiveness mm. that's come. And it's been beautiful, actually. It's, it's, nice. I feel lighter for it. Like I've let go of a lot of like energy that just not serving me anymore. That's my thing. Yeah. I've, I've, I've done a few little bits like that this week. Yeah. It's really strange and I don't know where it's come from. Yeah. Um, there's a new moon and there's been a shift. You know what it is? I think so. Yeah, for me, I just I just feel like a completely like different person. Well, I had week. a terrible week last week. And I know everything was a problem. and My life was going that wrong. Everything's shit and this what's happening next. And this week, it's really weird. Cause it's like, so I started helping people. I took on a sponsor. And didn't just take him on for that reason, but you know, he called me and asked me, and he, he was desperate, and like we all are. And said, I've just been preoccupied doing that. And it's mm -hmm. why, when you're doing looking at that, you know, you're not looking at yourself. When mm -hmm. you're looking at yourself, you're looking at yourself yeah. too much, digging a little deeper. Yeah, and it's like, it's nice. I'm helping this, this other person who's doing well, and then on the back of that, I'm then being more forgiving towards other people. And it's not them doing wrong, it's just my. Opinion to about their behaviours and everything's just falling into place. It's really, really yeah. It's beautiful. Good. It's 
beautiful. Lots of comfort. Yeah. And it's nice and cold. What oh, lovely. It's very, very cold, isn't it? I tell you, apart from having to wear lots of clothes, I'd be happy if I was wearing my shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I'm intrigued by this, Ronnie. What is Why? this? Shorts and t-shirt oh. in December. No. I love it. I went to Argus yesterday, but man, this random man went, you went, are you cold? And I went, no, I'm not. Are you practising the Wim Hof method, Dar? No. no. <laughs> just, Ronnie just wears shorts right up until like... Until the <laughs> it's until strangers start talking to me in the shops. I've had it twice this winter, so that's when enough now. Both times was in Argos. <laughs> the one man behind me said, and he was actually praising me, he was going, you know what, me and him, man, we're the same. <laughs> and then he started asking me about football, and I was like, no. We're not the same. Then the man yesterday, I, thought, I said, I'm warm blooded. No, I'm cold blooded. I don't know which one's which. <laughs> I don't know which one's which. She's looking like I'm a nutcase. I said, I think I started to say, I'm cold blooded, I'm all right. No, warm. I said, whatever it is, I'm fine. Get in my car and it's warm in my car. I just don't get it. Walking about in shorts, in sub-zero temperatures. I feel comfortable in shorts. And if I'm not feeling cold, if I'm feeling cold, of course, wrap up. But honestly, I'm not feeling cold. And I feel so hot. Where Where's that jacket? That thing down there with the big fluff on the top of it. I feel hot and suffocated in it. I'm fine now. Maybe you're really Norwegian or something from Switzerland or Iceland or something. Icelandic. Icelandic. <laughs> no. <laughs> My granddad was from Chittagong. He's a Viking. Yeah, that's it. Chittagong. Viking blood. Chittagong. Oh, right. Yeah, My granddad was born. Where's that? India. It's in India. It's got to be. Yeah, can you guys write in and let us know where we're was it called? I'm only saying no, that no. because it's because he my granddad's Bangladesh. Oh Bangladesh. Bangladesh, yeah. Oh you're part of Sakayam's crew then. Bangladesh is like yeah. Quarter Bangladesh, you quarter Irish. No, it's no it's it's quite a nice mix, huh? It is Bangladesh. Bangladesh. I was thinking of cricket pitches. Among the best of everything. Exotic babe. I used to have all your history you might find out you are. The Scottish, the Scottish, the Scottish, the anger, the Irish, the drink, the Bangladeshi. I don't know. Right, anyway, I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to it. I don't know because we ain't done this for so long. Like we used to do this virtually every week. I'm just coming. One out of here. I don't know what's coming. And then one out of here. I'll do it for make the story up there. And then you have to put the two together in some way. Oh my gosh, how do I do this? Uh, have we got a guess? Is that you the put game? the two together. You can make us guess if you want. Well, I can make you guess. Yeah. Well, well, right, if you don't mention the thing, you can make us guess. I don't need to make a story then. I just got need to make I want you guys make a story. Him. I want him to swat something. <laughs> <laughs> make a story. Make a story. <laughs> leave a bit that we have to guess. Does it have to be real, Laura? Can it be made Oh up? no, not real. It can, right, can be made up. We're making the rules. Start would be a good start. <laughs> so like, you know, I was walking with Ronnie in the ball ring and he was in his shorts and his t-shirt and it was snow showers coming down. Everyone's coming up to him and saying to him, aren't you cold? Kind of thing, <laughs> right? And like, I'm looking at him and I'm, I'm feeling cold just because the way he's dressed, you know? <laughs> But it's runny, in it? And I'm trying to, like, kind of say, like, oh, I've just got to let people be today, haven't I? You know, he's all right with it. So 
just don't say nothing. Acceptance. No. Allowing the people to be who they are. Mm -hmm. Let them be. And, yeah, well, that's just basic coming out of being too easy, like, you know. I'll, I'll, let me finish the story. All right. Yeah. Have you finished yet? Yeah. Let me finish the story. I think I've lost the story. Now. <laughs> 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 I think I... <laughs> oh, gosh. Was that the right start? Was that the right start? That's fine. You just haven't finished your story. I haven't finished the story yet. So, like, yeah. you've forgotten it. So, like, yeah, we're walking around and then, like, and, and people coming up to him and, and I'm saying, Ronnie, like, I do want to say something to you, Ronnie. I do want to say something about the way you're dressed because it's bringing a lot of attention to, to me, kind of thing. Like, yeah. But like, it's not about me, is it? No, what's going on for you? <laughs> and in the midst of that, like, I've got to find some serenity, peace, harmony, clarity. clarity. Don't just randomly guess. <laughs> it's not fair. Good God. I don't know how to explain this one. I'm going to mix it round to the next one. So I'm dying. I've woke up and like you know, there's a few things like you know, there's a few little aches and there's a, and maybe my head's hurting me a little bit. No, I'm dying. I've just woke up and I'm not. You're really, dying. I'm dying. I'm literally. I'm oh, feel, uh, I feel like I'm dying. Man flu. Ah, oh, there you go. Hey, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> also, it's not to do with recovery. It could be. No, one of them's to do with recovery. Oh. One of them isn't. Random guessing. Random go guessing. On next. Oh. Yeah, go on, Ronnie. You've got to try so and connect one of these, the two. One of those. And then one, one of these. You've got to connect the yeah. two. Okay. One of them I've is not played this game before. I'm so glad like, I should have made the story. but uh, This isn't the way we played it last year. Uh, I don't so. like this one because I don't. No, Ronnie, no. I didn't suffer. I didn't suffer. I didn't I bet you're the kind of person like that, that, that cheats on Christmas games, aren't you? I board games because well, he has to win. He's a cheat. I yeah? do not have any denial. <laughs> I knew what I was, so I don't have denial. I don't have the denial part of it. Right, so basically, cut a long story short. Oh, so it's two words, right? You've just got to tie the two together and we've got to guess what they are. Okay, but I can't actually use the words, can I? Well, no, because that would be, no, that that would be cheating. Cheating. Yeah, How would you, would you know which two words it was? Yeah, so what happened was, I was out with Neil the other day, and he was harping on about my shorts, my, my attire, which was doing my sweet. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, well, if it wasn't for a bit of this is the word, that's getting what together every now and again. Unity. Hooking up. Unity. Yes, that's one word. <laughs> I see. God, mate, it was so easy. And you know what? I will wear my shorts come rain, summer, winter, or snow because the season that so protects real. my no, integrity. No. Integrity. Integrity. Oh, you know the answer. Uh, yeah, I thought only Ronnie oh. would associate wearing shorts all year round with integrity. Well, you know what? And, Hold up and a hooking up. No, no, no and words. Up. My, Ronnie. Nobody else would call no. that keeping their integrity. But no, Ronnie. Ronnie. My word was integrity as well. <coughs> Was it? Did you? And I was saying about the shorts, but I didn't know how to call them. <laughs> Come on, brother. <laughs> I'm glad right. that that <laughs> I didn't right. realise how much on the spot I would have felt by doing that. I thought it was hooking up with you, I was like, what? What? You said, you said. Like, you can you see relax? where my head's going to go. Did you relax? Yeah, you can see where my head's going to go with this game. Like, like okay. where my head's at today. <laughs> Let's just see, shall we? Yeah, oh, no one, way. Here we go. No, yes, because go. it's the same. It's the oh, same. It's good for the goose. It's good right. for the game. Yes, I'm so excited. So excited. Spirituality. Whoa. Okay, you ready? <laughs> mm. 
Okay, I'm hooking them up. Codependency. Hey. <laughs> you know, because everybody needs oh, a... Sponsor. It actually wasn't the one, but the other. So everybody needs, but sometimes in our lives we have them and oh god they're a nightmare they leave things like the gate open oh. <laughs> housemates flatmates and sometimes it can be really annoying Accessory. you know when people do that people so everybody needs them and they can be they can be good they can be bad <laughs> and you know we can have them and they can leave the gates open and they sometimes you know friends they live very close proximity Pets. to us Neighbors. Yes! I know! It's not it's not neighbours. It was difficult neighbours. So I was saying good, bad. No, you shouldn't have said okay And then you got the other one which was sponsors. Okay, I wasn't very good at that, but just face it. I'm not gonna shout you're just going to take what's on offer, yeah? I'm just going to take what's there, Go but on. I'm not going to cheat. Even if it's the same word as the other ones? Excuses. <laughs> Justification. I was like, how did you not get that with the, the gay thing? What's going with the gay? I was saying neighbours, neighbours, neighbours. I hear what I want to hear. That's my disease. <laughs> She's just going, ah. the gay. <laughs> They leave the gate open. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Right. <laughs> For reasons best known to myself, I was walking through the centre of Norwich. Ooh. Why anyone would choose to do that? Unless I'm looking um. for the history of Alan Partridge, why would I be there? <laughs> However, I was there because I got on the wrong train. And instead of going north, I went south East. from the wrong platform in the wrong direction. Insanity. There's a story here. <laughs> As such, I'd had to stop at Costa Coffee. Now, I don't normally trust Costa Coffee, so I didn't buy any food from there. And of course, I had been to M&S because I thought this would be a much better bet. And as I was in Norwich anyway, I had to wander around to see what it supposedly had to offer. Humility. And I chanced upon a group of people, a disparate group of people, who were standing outside looking suspicious outside the church Mistrust. And this suspicious group of people hanging outside the church hall. Judging people. There was a big symbol of a big meeting. F and someone being sick. Yeah, meeting. Meeting. Big F and someone being sick. On seeing this, I was violently sick over one of them. And they said, it's all right, you're obviously one of us. And so I went into this, to this gathering and they all started describing their experiences of eating the wrong things and how oh. this had affected them physically. So and that they deliberately chose to make this happen to themselves. Such a That's anonymous. Overeating. No, 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 no. I felt the consequences of my sandwich burning in my gut, and I knew I wouldn't be well again for some time. Obese anonymous. You're not thinking of the right angles. No. Meetings is right. Yeah. No. And it's. Um... I was looking forward to eating a similarly awful sandwich in the hope that my illness might continue for at least a few months. <laughs> Re repeating old behaviours, no? It's more obvious than that. It's more obvious, that means it's so simple that you won't get it. <laughs> if I'd had any sense, I'd have stopped buying sandwiches from places Repeating. like that because they were obviously making me ill. And this group was full of people who clearly enjoyed being ill. Doing the same things, but and buying the wrong food. Um, That's a recovery no. word. I've lost. Food it's poisoning. <laughs> food poisoning! That's how, yeah! Poisoning. Food poisoning! It's so 
poisoning. It's not recovery, babe. It's food poisoning. Go on, Neil. Get get your hand in there. It's like charade. You know what you're doing. I think so. But me, I can't believe that me and Ronnie was going at the same level with the shorts. At least I am. All of a sudden, like you know, the world came to an end. Well, no, the world, the world seemed came to an end. the world seemed like it was coming to an end, right? Yeah, and everybody started to go out and buy toilet roll. Do you remember the toilet roll? Panicking, panicking. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh like the panic buying. Yeah, do you remember the toilet? Yeah. Of all things, toilet roll. Yeah, I can't Sheep explain. Demand, yeah. <laughs> Madness. So like, yeah, um, so like, yeah, we was all going out and buying toilet roll, and like, you know, um, Boris was coming on the screens every day. And some people were following like the directions from the government, and some people weren't. Some people like Boris was having like parties, like yeah, saying that what were they? They were supposed to be cabinet meetings. Different standards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Rule breaking. Right, yeah. And then like yeah, we was told to kind of do all kind of manner of things, you know, to keep ourselves safe. Roles in like, society. Yeah. Whilst the world was maybe coming to an end, and we had to kind of do all these rituals every Dictating. day. Dictating. No, we had to do many things during to this period, like you know, if we didn't, if we didn't do these things, we was gonna spread. We were going to spread disease and people were going to die more. And Fear. Like, we had to do things. We had Rules. Fear mongering. No, yeah, How greater than oneself? We had to do action. things. Action. Taking action. We had to take action by like, doing something. Action. If we didn't do that, things was going to spread even Pray. more. Pray. Like, isolate. <laughs> we had to kind of, like, but yeah, we had to do more than isolate, innit? Then we had to kind of like, cleanse ourselves, innit? And then, oh, like, scrub. Scrub and then like what and then putting things on us in the shells, these horrible shells. <laughs> Self right, yeah? protection. But some people didn't want to do it, so they were in rebellious. Right? Some people did do it, and they were. Some people didn't do it, and they were in. And some people did do it, and they had to use shells to do it. And but some people didn't do it as much. Insane. Do you know, like denial? Denial. Oh. Like, yeah, but then like it's the only because you said in. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I couldn't see where you were going. With that. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm making it so like, yeah, and like the gels we had to kind you of really throw ourselves. Races, aren't yeah, we had to throw gels away. And, like we was told to do this, or things was gonna spread. Like, they would spread more in this period of time. Oh, you mean that people were pretending that it wasn't going to spread? Which no, is why they didn't. Like, if we had to do this, or it would spread. Like, if you, we had to contain it, and if we'd done this, and we'll contain it more by putting rules. gel on ourselves. So something to do with What rules. was the gel we used to put on ourselves? The anti-black gel. Ritual routine. Yeah, before that, before you'd put the gel on, you used to have to... Wash your wash hands. Hand, like, hand washing. Yeah, washing. Uh, see, they're always obvious, aren't they? Hand washing is... I think I've got the two... <laughs> I've got the two in well here, denial and hand washing. Got there eventually. Yeah, we're struggling with the obvious ones, aren't we? Yeah. Right, I'm going to do one word, so I can't combine the two. Of course you can. Okay, I will. Don't you remember you said to tell the story? Look at what Neil's just done. Of course you can. So it's like, you know when they say, it's so boring. Monotonous. It's very monotonous, yeah. It is very monotonous. I mean, it's like, you know what? Somebody asked me to watch a football match with him the other day, and I said, you know what? I'm rather make paint dry. That's exactly what I said, but hang on a minute. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. <laughs> so, so I've got enough of these. Do you know what? I went to, I don't know how to make Nexus. it. Sounds it's not hard, too easy. Do you know what it I doesn't mean? actually matter. But if I didn't go to these, I'd be fucked. Meeting. There you go. And do you know something? I really don't like the decor in this room and I think it could do with a new... I don't really... I'm not interested in paint. I think Makeover. Um, 
Okay, so if I'm gonna give it a makeover, what do I need to do? Paint. Paintbrush. Painting. Um, tools. Money. I want some with like silver. Wallpaper. Wallpaper. So <laughs> you can't combine meetings and wallpaper. That's quite hard. Of course you can. How? Because you went to a meeting and the wallpaper was. You just have to spin it out. Yeah, yeah okay. I went to a meeting and it was. And like, the wallpaper wasn't yeah, very the nice. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Then you do this one. Then like, tell us a story. What's the story, Jack and Nori? Do you remember we used to get three different words and they have to make a story? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and it had to be. This is what to do. I mean. And it was like, I don't know, there was a car crash and then like your granny or something like that. Oh. <laughs> and something else. <laughs> oh, don't forget, we're still on live. Oh, we're going to edit it, I think. I hope. We can edit it. So I was looking outside, but I couldn't see past the... You couldn't see the wood through the trees? I, I was looking outside and... Uh, okay, so I was fixing something in the living room and I needed new glass to put in to the... Oh, God, this one's really hard. Window okay. frame, picture frame. frame. Window frame, yeah. Um, when I looked outside, there was this guy... He's looking. Standing there, staring at me. He and had, did it, did and he I felt... Drink? He, with his eyes. And Could see there was an energy soon. between us. Lightning strike. Connection. Yes. Love. Window frame and connection. It's not as difficult as the three things though now, is it? It's not. I remember, I, remember, I was listening to one with the three things the other day, I don't know why. I yeah? Was, yeah, I came across it. It's crazy. Yeah, that was, we did that at, at mine. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. And I used to dread it. I used to think, oh, no, oh, dear. Oh, dear me. Ah, ah. They're in separate bags, bro. On my next messed up journey, ending up in the wrong destination, uh, having ended up in Norwich the week before. I ended up in Paisley. Quite how I ended up in a suburb of Glasgow is a mystery to me, but for some reason I got on the wrong train again, and then fell asleep on the wrong train and ended up in Scotland. Killed. I decided to go and well, try and blag my way into a local gin, because I felt like going swimming, even though it was minus four outside and I didn't have anything to go swimming with. I thought this was a really good idea. Unorganised and manageable. I explained to the person at the till that I was prepared to go in provided they give me a special daily price and could I go in naked. Expectation. They didn't seem to accept that I was going to do this anyway because I thought this was reasonable. Even Nudist. Nobody else did. Nudist. I thought this was reasonable even though nobody else did. More that's the, that's it there. Insanity. They gave me a pair of swimming briefs which I thought were laughable, but... Um, Unreasonable. But I wore them anyway. And they also gave me a means to secure my locker. I then went into the pool. Of course, things were not as I expected. There were other people in there for a start, which just wasn't good enough. I was labouring under the uh, idea. False South pretenses, will. false pretenses. Self-willing. No, not false pretenses. I was thinking Willingness. about this idea that really the whole place should just be open for me. Selfishness. Own, even though I've expectation. This is what I expected and what I thought I was seeing, but of course it wasn't. Perception. Self will. Demands on others. Self will run right. It's Ego. not recovery based. It's not. Is it? You're the nearest now. Yeah. And I was expecting the one thing, but I got the other because there were some awful children in there. <laughs> and I didn't want to accept that these children were in there. So I decided to have them shot, even though I had no way of having them shot. 
expectation. <laughs> I went out to the swimming pool. I didn't have a towel, so I went walking out in this freezing weather and decided, oh, I'm all right. It doesn't matter what this weather's like because I'm superhuman. I so went to the police and I explained to them that I was the king of Northumberland. Delusional, sort of delusional, yeah. deluded. They then took me back to my locker and they couldn't get into it because I'd forgotten to set it up properly. So this is the random, like, this anything. This is the random one. <laughs> so they couldn't get into my locker. And you leave it there. Forgetful, no. No, this is the thing. I couldn't get into my locker. Couldn't get into my locker. A locksmith. No. Simpler than that. Key. Listening. Yeah, key's getting there. Key. Twelve steps. Open the door. That's getting there. The lock. That's lock and key, lock and key, lock and key. We're very nearly there, but still not. Keys to the kingdom. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. <laughs> A padlock. Oh, oh, we were so close in the gym, of course. And God. It's incredible. You two are in gyms all the time with your padlocks. Oh, well, oh, it's incredible, though, isn't it? The immediate <laughs> focus in this is always to think of the recovery work. Yeah. And the recovery works, because there's about a finite number of them, they all come flying out, regardless of what the person is saying. <laughs> and it takes about five minutes to get to the recovery word because you've not listened to what they're saying at all. Yeah. You just keep throwing random words at it. <laughs> and when you've thrown random words at it, eventually you get the right one. And then you're completely incapable of honing down on the very obvious other word. Are because you you're really still listening? in recovery mode. Are you really listening? Oh, that's the other question, Neil. How much listening is going on there? Right. Do you do what? Like slow? And when there's chocolate going, you've got to s swipe it. Like we've got so are we now? Let's see. Oh, I know. Right, we'll have a dilemma for the end. Yeah. You've been sent a utilities bill for £4,000 covering a period during your active addiction. You know it's correct, but you can't afford to pay it. Do you A, contact them, acknowledge your liability, but tell them you can only afford £20 a month? B, ignore it. See, change address, change your bank account details and start saving money in a biscuit tin which you keep under your bed. D, ask for financial advice. E, spend every penny you've got so they can't take anything. <laughs> well, this would depend on what sort of mood I was in. Whether I was in an active addiction yeah. or an alcoholic or whether I was sobered up. Well, yeah, but this is what I mean, Ronnie. You can take it from both. What well, would you have done if you were still in active addiction? No, I don't pay. But, you know, it's well, I just run up pay. But as it like says that. in the front, you've got this bill covering a period during your active addiction, which implies that you're no longer there. Right, so if I'm still living at the property, then I'm going to have to... I don't know, man. I'll bring up those. There's another company which will pay for your water bill if you're in crisis. And obviously I'm paying electric from a new place, so what I'll do is set up a payment plan so out of that electric you can take a little bit extra, like it on your bill. Yeah. The thing is that's still acknowledging that you owe the money. And I wouldn't mind doing that, because some things I, I got on the way with, some things just happen to fall into place in my recovery where my six years was up basically, I didn't pay a payment, I didn't acknowledge the debt, so after six years it's statutory barred. But with stuff like your electric, you paid two months ago, you know, you can't try and run away from that for six years. Yeah. I don't know how I'll do the other stuff, but I did it. Well, well it's attitudinal, isn't it? It's like, am I going to acknowledge this and take responsibility for it, or am I just going to say, oh, it will go away and put stick my head under a stone? I really didn't care, though, because it got to the point where before the gas and electric was the least of my worries, that I just didn't let them in the house to 
put one of those meters, you know, they put a meter. Oh, right, yeah. You know, I wasn't paying credit cards, I wasn't paying mortgage, I wasn't paying anything whatsoever. And there was piles and piles and piles, and there was an organised pile, that's all for the gas, that's all for the electric, <laughs> that's all for the disc credit card, that's all for that credit card. And it was the same old stuff on the phone. I remember just really going up the wall at them, to be fair, I'm like, what the F are you calling me for? I'm fucking broke, I've got no job, you ain't getting shite out of me. And that's what my kind of behaviour was. But if I'm starting afresh and trying to sort something out, definitely. Yeah, talk about taking responsibility, like especially coming in around the framework of like the recovery style that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like they talk about taking responsibility. I think they talk about it in any form of like recovery setting. I used to have a guy who used to take us for a little group, and he used to say something like, "Does it sit well with you, Neil? Mm. Does it sit well with you?" And what I've come to understand over my time of kind of seeing people like in different stages and looking at myself in different stages of recovery, like and being honest with myself and, and taking responsibility for the fact that I have run up four thousand pounds worth of debt. I've honestly got to say, like, early doors, I'll be like, there's a way out of this somehow. I'm going to use my old skill set mm-hmm. to wrangle my way somewhere yeah, in yeah. and around mm-hmm. this. That's like, your default, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, don't you know I think I am? And, like, I've got this covered. I'm not even thinking about it. Like, you know, I've got, we've got to go and rave tonight, and then I'll sort it out next week or something. Whatever I'm doing today, I've got to do today. That is, I've got it covered. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but... I'm not paying it. (laughs) 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 Let's get that straight. Let's get that straight. They're not getting four grand off me, but I want to work it out that they're happy. Today, going through all that I've gone through and and getting to a place of understanding that I've got to take responsibility for what. And I can't expect for a utility company to bear that burden of £4,000. I'll be kind of looking at setting up some form of payment plan. But I think like it's important to kind of understand that you know it's what sits right with you, and you've got to be authentic in where you're at at certain times. Because yes, mm, even though people will be saying to you this is not the way to go, if you're not ready to take that stuff on, it's more important that you still understand that. What do they say in one? That no matter what, <laughs> wash your face, brush your teeth, but just don't pick up. That's the first things first. I mean that stuff will come like that you know taking responsibilities around some stuff that you come to understand that it's, it's to get integrity which is the word that popped up yeah yeah, yeah 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 integrity you have, yeah. You have to take yeah integrity isn't about wearing shorts it's about you can do that <laughs> and wear your shorts at the same time yeah. it's not kind of hard to electric bills so I'm uh, wearing my shorts right so I had a dilemma that I had these debts and I knew that if I waited another 12 months it'd be written off but I was in recovery and I was being advised that I have to do the right thing by the book by the spiritual principles and all this mm. and the other and, and pay them off yeah I knew it was about nine months actually I just waited nine more months and those debts will be written off mm. what do I do do I confess take responsibility and say yeah that because it was 40 grand worth do I say yeah right how are we going to sort this out and then we'll pay 40 grand over this how many years you know it's a nightmare so I chose the how very dare you <laughs> I chose the latter and I decided that I will wait mm. another nine months and then the debt will be written off and it will be statutory barred and that's what I did. And if you're doing it like around what we were saying, that's my honest... um, That's where you was. Did I feel bad for it? No, absolutely not. 
did I think there was some moral that I ought to really be paying it off? Yeah, of course I did. But did I do it? No, I didn't. And I think the way I got round, got round it sounds like a bad way, the spiritual side of it is because I knew that after six years it's statutory barred, which is a legal thing. So I thought, well, it might be not the best thing to be doing now, but suddenly when you hit that six year mark, you're quite right in what you've done. So. Yeah, I think I did that with a credit card. I can't remember because I was in the madness. Backed up for five grand credit cards shopping thinking I was Victoria Beckham and I could just do what I wanted <laughs> and I was doing things at the time where I was earning a lot of money mm. and I had money but mm. I was blowing it all on alcohol and, and drugs yeah. and I just racked up this bill I don't even know what I did with it in the end but I know I was getting red letters and I was stuffing them in the drawer <laughs> and you know I was doing my tax yesterday and I was honest and I was willing to pay the tax man when I was doing my self-assessment for the money that I earned last year but it turns out that because I was out of the country for six months, I didn't need to pay any of that tax. I was mm. like, freaking yes. But what? the fact that I was willing to pay it and be honest about it and have that clear conscience and go into the new year without having to fear that, okay, if that comes back on me, I'm in trouble. You know, and and mm. I was honest about it. So I'm proud of myself for that. Yeah, definitely. Because you know what? If you do decide to do the right thing and say, own up to the 40 grand worth of debt before yeah. the nine months is up, yeah. I truly believe that, you know, it wouldn't have been that much of a, a dilemma for yeah. me anyway. Because um, I believe you do the right thing and right good things happen. So, you know, either way, I've probably paid for that 40 grand in bloody silly interest bills and stuff like that yeah. that they off me and, and what have you. So. In all, it's probably broken even. It's all about whether I'm willing to do something about it or whether I'm going to try and yeah. sneak out of it. Mm. And it's all attitudinal. And mm -hmm. you might not actually be able to pay it. You might not end up paying it all. Yeah. yeah. It's about whether you're prepared to or not. Because yeah. if your default is, how the fuck can I get out of this? Yeah. Then you're going to carry on doing that with everything. Whereas if your default is, let's actually try and address this. Mm -hmm. then at least you're having some kind of honesty around yeah. it. I have conscience today. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, God, it's horrible. And right at the moment Yay, where... Yay, double trouble! Right <laughs> at the moment where it's game over for Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas! You're good. Kyle. And just yeah, as Ben and Matt arrive, right, if yeah. you've heard anything today yeah. that has resonated yeah. with you or with anyone you, you know, oh. your neighbours, your caretakers... Oh, he's just finished. Anyone else? No swearing. Anyone you have ever met? <laughs> the guy wearing the shorts down the street. Yeah, which yeah. would probably be Ronnie because there weren't that many of them. <laughs> Whatever you've heard, anything you feel about this that you need to address for yourself or for anyone else, please seek help. Try Google, look for rehab, look for recovery. There's plenty out there. Have a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful New Year. We'll be back before the New Year because we never stop. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs> and with that, goodbye Yay. from Scrooge. <laughs> Have a good one.